welcome to a bonus update. Uh, this is a moment in the week where we just take uh, time to talk about some of the happenings at the Revive House. Um, those of you that follow Revive International and follow the news in the house this week uh, will have seen some newsletters go out, um, some prayer requests um, for a girl in the house called Maria. Uh, Andy, do you want to fill us in on kind of what happened there and an update of how it's going? Yeah, sure. Well, it's good to good to be back. Thanks everybody for tuning in for the the revive update pod. And yeah, just like you said, James, this past week has been a little bit of a a tough one. Um, one of the girls, she's been in and out of hospital uh, for quite a while. Uh, she spent six weeks uh, in hospital over Christmas and the New Year with some kind of rheumatoid issue, which no one really knew what it was. The doctors did lots of tests. There was nothing really coming. And they eventually discharged her, but without a, a real diagnosis. Um, and then unfortunately, uh, it would be about 10 days ago now, uh, she had to go back into hospital and she was in a pretty bad state. Um, the hospital quickly realized that they'd uh, made a mistake in discharging her the first time because she came back um, with uh, organ failure. Her liver was in partial failure. Her spleen as well was very um, inchado in Portuguese, inflamed, there we go, in English. Um, and that was because of of her, her own body was starting to attack her own body. Um, and it was a very critical state, uh, but thankful, and we were very worried actually, because it was it was macrophage activation syndrome. It was it's it's very very nasty when this when when this starts to happen. And recovery is sometimes you you, you basically don't recover. Um, and so we were in a in a pretty pretty bad state. I remember there was a prayer meeting. We have a prayer meeting at Revive every Thursday, and there's a lot of tears in that prayer meeting. Lots of people really wrestling with God and 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 praying for 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 her recovery. And then it was amazing. The next day, uh, she started uh, a new treatment um, for it. And the doctors themselves said that this is miraculous. Uh, she's responded so well to, to the treatment, much more so than we, than we ever expected. Um, her, 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 her spleen um, went back to a normal size and she was out of the critical stage. And the doctors, they said, wow, this is this is this is a miraculous medicine. And one of our staff who's been looking after Maria said, actually, you know, this is God who's doing this. You don't you have no idea the amount of people who are praying for her recovery. And when the doctor found out that that she was a Christian and that lots of people were praying, he also admitted that, yeah, this is this is God's doing. This is a this is a miracle. So thanks to all who have prayed for her. Um, she's still in hospital. Uh, she's picked up uh, an infection in hospital, unfortunately, so she's on antibiotics now. Uh, but she's she's definitely out of the woods uh, uh, from that. It looks like uh, she has lupus, which is the underlying rheumatoid uh, condition that had caused all of that initial those initial problems. Uh, so do keep on praying for her and praying for her ongoing treatment uh, to live with to live with lupus. Mm -hmm. Great, Andy. That's really encouraging to hear that update and just hear the power of people engaging with prayer too mm, um, yeah. for, for Maria. Yeah. Is there anything else um, happening in the house last week? Yeah, you can be praying for a little baby uh, who just arrived at Revive. Um, 
Uh, he was born prematurely, um, just at seven months. Uh, so he was born prematurely, spent um, a few weeks in hospital, and he's now he's now with us. He's the smallest baby I've ever seen. I know. I saw a picture, Andy, I think, he's, of you holding him or at least someone, next to yeah. him. Yeah, someone yeah. holding him. He was tiny. Crazy. Tiny, Yeah. Yeah, so so he's so he has at the moment um, a little hole in his heart still. Obviously, seven months premature or three, whatever whatever it is, uh, your organs are still forming at that time. So he's been taking some medication, um, and apparently, this hole in your heart eventually goes away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is when this is when we need your wife Megan on on the on, on the pod, <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Megan, come and. Sort us out. Uh, so do do keep on praying for him and and also uh, for a quick adoption, which I'm sure will happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yep. So at the moment. Good. And then I think I saw another update too that you recently had uh, a girl from Revive um, go to be with her forever family. Yeah, that's right. Um, those of you who perhaps read some of our our newsletters, uh, you might remember one of our younger girls. Um, had had a pretty tough time with potential adoptive families over the past few months. Uh, she had like four rejections, even like being uh, returned after, you know, a few weeks with with another family. So she had a really tough time, um, which is why we are so pleased now that she's 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 found a really really good family. This family really do love her and accept her for who she is. And um, yeah, she's uh, she left Revive for the last time um, to be with her forever family. So that's a really good thing. So uh, you can give, we can give thanks to that and pray pray for her as well. Mm -hmm. What does Revive do, Andy? Just uh, you know, while we have a, a moment here, when a child goes to live with a family or is adopted with a, by a family, does Revive continue to have any kind of contact or support with that family? How does that look? Uh, yeah, usually for at least six months, but maybe pushing a year, uh, rev the Revive team uh, can still uh, accompany the family and, and go and visit to make sure that everything's okay. Obviously, it all depends on where the new adoptive family is. So obviously, if it's local, then we can do that. But if, you know, it's... Uh, it's uh, adopted by a family who lives down south or, you know, a, a few hours away, then obviously Revive can't um, can't follow the family, but somebody does. So that case is sent to the social services from that city and they will have a team who, who, who supports that family. So when we can, we do. And that's very important because, you know, for listeners who have adopted or fostered in the, in the past, you know, it's, you know, perhaps the first few weeks are all very easy and it's the honeymoon period. And then suddenly, you know, issues can start to arise. And so it's that the support of the family is very, very important. And it's something that Revive really, really works to to improve. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. Some real uh, encouraging stories there mm. from this week. Um, and hopefully we'll have some more encouraging stories to share uh, in coming weeks, too. Just a quick update, because I, I know this is a story that we mentioned, and there might not be anything new to share about it, and that's just life. But mm. um, a few weeks ago, we shared a story, which I know a lot of people heard, about a girl who was adopted being returned into the system. Has there been any progress with her story so far? Or uh, I know that last time we spoke about it, she was adjusting to life in the house. 
Um, uh, there was also criminal proceedings uh, going ahead against the family. Have there been any other um, developments in that story? Yeah, so criminal proceedings are definitely going ahead. Um, and that's something that Revive is is helping the local authorities to do. The girl herself is, is doing really well. Um, and and another real nice gesture was from her her school, and she, she goes to a private school here in the city. Um, her school came to visit Revive and said, look, we really want her to continue going to our school, so we'll give her a full uh, bursary. Um, so she can go Revive, no cost at all to Revive. Uh, she'll go, we'll cover all educational costs for her, which is a really nice gesture from the school because... Um, I think we talked about it last time, you know, imagine a four-year-old suddenly leaving her family, you know, leaving her house and at least going along to the same school where she has her friends and teachers, at least it's some kind of normality has still remained uh, with her, which is a really, really good thing. And also just access to to great education too, for her too, which without that bursary, she wouldn't have been able to have access to. So yeah, yeah that's, that's... Yeah. Um, yeah, that's some good news for her. It's still such a yes. devastating story, but it's it's good to see a glimmer of something in yeah. there for her too. So yeah, that's okay. right. Okay, thanks, Andy. Okay, well, thanks everyone. That's our, our update uh, for this week on Revive. So stay mm-hmm. tuned for some more episodes coming out soon of Call to the Far Shore. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can email us at thefarshore at reviveinternational.net. To learn more about the work of Revive International, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or our website, revive-international.org. Please subscribe to keep track of new episodes. We look forward to you joining us on our next journey being called to the far shore.